you. So, what's up, everybody? We're going to be back here with another episode of the Iron Man Podcast, episode 317. It's going to be Tuesday's big showdown with uh, me and Mr. Blanks tonight. I wanted to show him some Yu-Gi-Oh card prices, but I also had this, like, Power Ranger video that I wanted to show nice. you. I'm pretty sure you've already seen it a long time ago. It came out a lot, came out some, six, seven years ago. But it might hold some weight, actually. Because, you know, usually for our league streams, we'll be talking about, like, um, like Power Rangers and shit. So I think this video later on are going to be like, hmm, that begs a question. You know, depending on, like, it goes into, like, this whole, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, who, which character can beat who kind of territory. But it's not, like, that way, I would say. Um, but what's going on with you, man? How you been doing? Um, I'm, I've been good, man. It's been doing a lot of stuff. When was the last time we had a solo Tuesday show with just me and you? Man, it's been... twenty. It was somewhere in 2023. It's... It was 2021. No, the last one we did was when we were talking about. Um, it was when I had oh, watched all, solo the, all the. Show. It was when I. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, yeah, totally I, no, good. not the one on ones because you. It was the one before the one, the new show. Oh shit! Last time we had a show like this, it was um fucking um God. It was when I watched all the Mission Impossible movies. Yep. Woo! It was crazy, man. I never lost those reviews because I never uploaded them, and I still have them. I still have all of them. I remember you did that when I you that's when you you were listening to me. You you put it, you you saved it somewhere on your computer. I was like, I was Ooh, like you, those were I, all bangers. So if anyone doesn't know, Chaz came in when we uh, reviewed Ghost Protocol. Yeah, were, were you there for Mission Impossible Three? I think no, no, it was just me and Sean. No, yeah, yeah that's what Sean for the first three. Cause I okay, I was at work for the first two. The third one, I didn't care yeah. about it enough to watch it, like or to review it. That, the third one's my least favorite. I like what? That's crazy. The third one's a banger. I don't hate it. No, no. The the it least favorite does not mean worse. It, it means well, when I watch it, it just it something about that villain. I don't know. He just, well, he, Philip Seymour Hoffman's villain, right? Yeah, it, it, he, he, he he was too predictable, in my opinion. Wait, so, so that's your least favorite. So that's not your worst one. The worst one. The worst one is, is like the second two. one. Yeah, no, number two is the worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number one felt like the TV show when I grew up, oh, when I watched it in the nineties. That uh, oh, okay. I didn't watch the movie. I didn't watch the first movie until the third movie came out. I watched all three back to back on the same weekend. Okay. I the second one on two Paula Patton and the fourth one. Yeah. Sandy knew it was my favorite. Um, what a fucking you know. thought. That what a thought in that first one, even man. Though I, that even fucking I, that fucking bit, man. I I need to download that clip from that fucking show. Uh, sorry, um, that movie because the my, part in no, um, number two where he's just like she's just trying to basically ride his face. You knew she wanted her fucking whole vagina obliterated bl- by this guy. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, what's up, Michael? Uh, the movie Maybe I had an unpopular. Oh, what's up, Michael? How you doing, man? It's um, fuck. Because I watched the first two, and everyone said the second one's the worst one. I'll be honest. When I first watched it. I guess if you're comparing them to like all the other better ones that came out after it, yeah, it's probably the worst one. But it's not a terrible worst one movie in a franchise. Like I was expecting to watch some like straight dog shit. No, actually. no, it, it's not bad. It, it's not bad. It, it, that's the thing about it. If I, really- but you do, I think the problem with it is it's a, it's such a stylistic difference change from one yeah, to two. Because that's yeah, the problem with it. The first this one, we- the second one's more like action heavy. The first one's more like spy thriller. Mystery, espionage to it. It yeah, three different directors. That's why Tom Cruise. That's why Tom Cruise looked 
the first one made him look like more of a spy. The second one made him look more like a um, like you know, on some James Bond, diehard kind of shit. It was like that's that's what, that's what it felt like. And then the third one was a little bit of both. The, to me, I like Phil Seymour Hoffman, but the villain was just too predictable. And then the way he died was just like, oh, okay, all right, that's that's kind of weak. It, it, what was the plot of the movie? Oh no, I remember it was he was trying to infect the world and have people's heads blow up with the virus. Actually, yeah, I remember. Was, yeah, that's yeah. Like, kind of like the villain. It's kind of like the plot for a lot of them. Actually, no. <laughs> the villain wants to like disperse some fucking toxin through the air, and they'll, everyone just dies. Guess, guess, guess like what? Guess what? That sounds like Joe Biden in twenty twenty one. Hey man, Mission Impossible three was just way ahead of the time. Just saying at the yeah, point. So, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me put some, let me put something in you. Okay, foreshadowing <laughs> much? Foreshadowing fifteen years. Okay, even though even though Trump's the one, he's the one who did the virus. Biden's the one that was like, I'm gonna make sure if you don't get this um, jab, you lose your job. That was the one thing I will agree with was Trump. He never wanted people to lose their job. He said you should get it, but if it's understandable if you don't. Biden was like, get it, get it, Biden get, get it, or get unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he's like, if you don't vote, he, he, in in the span of one year, he said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black, and then mm-hmm. if you don't vote, if you don't get the jab, you lose your job. I'm like, damn, that's dude. I was doing. thinking the other day about. Mission Impossible movies. I really yeah. did enjoy Ghost Protocol. That that is my that's my second favorite one. I was like, bro, this is just straight. I love start to finish. Me, the yeah. part where he kicked that bitch out the fucking window. That shit is she, so funny. She kicked him. She kicked him. Paul no Powell, man. Paula Powell's fine ass kicked her out the window. And then oh, and God. then I remember someone in the theater behind me like, "Mommy, <laughs> do you think she survived?" I, I started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. That bitch probably flew like sixty feet out of the air. No, I bitch no, 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 not sixty feet. That bitch was one hundred and twelve stories up. One hundred and twelve. Like she and then and then if she doesn't die, like from hitting the ground, that sandstorm would have affected her with all the damn dirt in the womb. Would have killed her. Oh, it reminds me of that that rush hour end credit scene in Rush Hour Two. Where he's like a damn, she, he won't be in rush hour three. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was just, I was just imagining that when he kicked her, I was like, that bitch is dead. He just straight up yeah. murdered that bitch. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I, I love Chris. He said, damn, good quickly. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to kill her. He said, hey, man, we'll just, we'll just say that he was trying to kill her. <laughs> I was like, God, James, you ain't shit. Yeah, what? Who came up with We had those rush hour DVDs growing up, and we'd always. Those in credit scenes were fucking funny. Not not even just because like there were stuff in the movie that they left out, it's because it was just production like yeah. gangs. The funniest one is in like Rush Hour Two when Chris Tucker's fucking dad calls him right in front of Jackie Chan. He's like, hey, "Man, look, I'm looking Jackie Chan dead in his eye right now." He's like, "We're filming. You're on your phone." <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. He's- Damn. Bill, you sorry. You waste all our film. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, oh, that shit, I'll be dead. That's, Come that's, on, man. Like, you'll shit. never get, I think, funnier gag reels in the Rush Hour stuff. Nah. Man. God, shit, it's just too funny, man. Good Lord. He was like, FBI, huh? Man, I ain't the FBI. <laughs> Whole movies guys were trying to be in the FBI. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Well, Damn. I do have to watch Mission Impossible 7, so we have to review that one, obviously. So yeah, that, I saw that one. That you didn't was, hate it, you said. You, you, you I said didn't it was hate not it. As, yeah. it I, I think what it was is them, them making it 
a two-parter kind of kills it. Um, I can't even say anything because it'll, it'll spoil it. Uh, oh, well, now going forward with number eight, when number eight drops in 2025, they're going to take away the whole part thing. Like, people just didn't like that whole part shit. I think because what it, what it did was you knew the ending didn't give a, it, it didn't give a shit. Plus, what happened in the middle of the movie kind of like... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Once you put in your movie title part one, it kind of just removes like stakes in general. Yeah, like no. Like, e- like- e- e- even though in the movie it might not play out that way, the audience's mind is already like, "Fuck it," you know. Because because you know this is not the ending ending. This is the ending to yeah. part one, and when, it's like with Harry Potter at the end of Desi Hallows part one. Yeah, we know that this is about like. It's not, it wasn't even halfway through a book. I would say it was about a little bit more of like, I want to say three-fifths of the way in the book. Because that yeah. ending, that ending part, woo. Because if they wanted to do all Harry Potter one, in one sitting, that movie would be over five hours long. They ain't like, yeah, no, you're not doing that with kids. They'll piss the piss. Unless you do an intermission at the, in the thing too. They, yeah, that's the thing about it too. It was like, but with that movie, it could have worked. Um, it was just the timing when it came out and the budget. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, they needed... I, I'm not sure the movie is super special effects heavy because, you know, Tom Cruise doesn't really like that shit. Yeah. But the way the film industry, or whoever does the dates for that shit, distributed the movie, put it out before Barbie and Oppenheimer. And, like, do people that, that don't go to movies will understand this. When you put out a new movie and then another new one comes out, people are more than likely to check out the newest one first because that's the newest one that came out. They're not going to check out the newest one that came out before that unless there's some, some like, you know, big word of mouth carrying it. Especially with Barbie because Barbie's more well-known than Mr. Possible. There are people who grew yeah. up with Mr. Possible in the 60s. But Barbie is, just- like... You know, your fucking grandma play with these toys and shit. Your you know? grandma, your kid, a girl. And think about it. You let in what Carla went to Barbie. They don't watch movies. I would say they're the smartest of people. They didn't understand. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm not calling them dumb, but you said it yourself. They're not the smartest of women. I'm Are, just saying. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? If they were like ducks, they would be the ducks that would probably not go with the herd and they get eaten by a lion. Just saying. Yeah. Or a big old black cougar. The black panther just waiting for the two ducks to get lost and then eat their lives off. Yes. Hello? <laughs> nah, not too soon. But see, that, yeah. see that's I think the, that's what kills it. And then you know what also is the double whammy? If they had just put out Barbie, then it'd just be like whatever. Because then other people people will go like, okay, I saw Barbie. Okay, I'll, I'll go check out the Mission Impossible movie that I just didn't get a chance to check out last week. The problem, people, is that they released two new blockbusters. Two of them. And, and all and it was like and yeah because it was it is Barbie and Oppenheimer both Warner Brothers? Yes. No, yes. uh Universal Studios. Christopher Nolan, yeah. uh you remember he went to go direct for Universal as well. Oh Universal, right? okay. Yeah. So you had two new blockbusters come out, and it's like, well, if I have these two to watch, why would I check out did this one? And people back to my Mission Impossible Seven. That's seven in a series. These two are just like Fucking one off first movies. New, Barbie, yeah. Bar- but Barbie was already something that was hyped. Oppenheimer, you put, oh, Christopher Nolan doing Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan just. People didn't know what Oppenheimer was. I, I mean, that people, was bad. That's thing. People knew what Christopher Nolan was. That's all you need to yeah. sell a movie now, apparently. Apparently, now he's a household name. He, he just brings you in a buttload of money. 
actually just cashing in checks. Yep. That like, was, did I, you receive tenant? Oh, uh, I know I did. Oh, uh, tenant with uh John David Washington. Yeah, no, I saw tenant. I saw tenant. Uh, it was all right. It's just confusing, and then when you get to the twist, you're like. Really? All that for this kind of payoff is that's just not worth you know what it. Was? it the issue was, and this is my biggest issue with Christopher Nolan. He makes movies that sometimes are way too elegant for the audience that he's trying to get. Yeah, like he's doing some me, like five head shit, but he's he got to realize, bro, Chris, you're making movies for like dads and like moms here come on he's trying, play, he's, he's trying to play 5d chess versus a kid that were in you know in in the class at the end of the hallway it's like you can't play 5d chess against people yeah that only that only know 2d it's like like you can't like chris that. gotta understand you're you're plotting you're trying to do something shit with a movie where like this mom this milf just took our fucking like 11 year old son to a movie because he got some good grades on a homework come on like that that bitch ain't paying attention like you think she's understanding the intricacies of how this fucking universe works like i'm not saying it's a bad movie i don't think tenet is bad but it's just the amount of effort you're putting into watching it the payoff is like because you you guys have watched this i'm not spoiling for you basically it's revealed that the original character that you see in the first part of the movie actually dies and then you basically kind of see like the ending of the movie play out to the first part. That's kind yep. of what it was. And he's, it's like, really? That's, he's try, that's he's, the plan. He's trying to um. He's trying to do. Is it Memento? It was a. It was, he's he's there's a movie he did similar to this back when he first started. I, I, I yeah. want to say it's Memento because I I watched a yeah. lot. I, like I watched a lot of Christopher Nolan films before I knew who he really was. Mm-hmm. Like, because I've been watching Batman Begins and. And I said the first half of Batman Begins is boring. Once it mm-hmm. once it gets to once he gets back from climbing out of that like dungeon, when he leaves Rachel, he blows up Rachel yeah. goes up. To me, that's that's when the that's when the movie started getting good. Right after, right during that part, everything before was just slow as hell. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, and then right there. Mm-hmm. To me, from that part to all the rest of that movie. The dark, like Dark Knight, it's that whole movie in general, and to the part right before they kill off Bane. If if that was one whole movie where it was like we skip past, you know, right, like if they if they let us know, oh, okay, you know, Bruce Wayne's parents died, boom, boom, yeah. boom, he gets into the thing with Rashad Gould, boom, boom, and then if the movie started from that part while he was climbing out, and then he go and then. He treated like like later on. He talked like if they would have made that part of Dark Knight and then the first half of Dark Knight Rises, I that to me that's that was the best part of the trilogy. Yeah, for me, when it came to like watching Tenet, and then you yeah. also have this like subplot with the um, remember the white guy and the lady, the, the yep. lady who was married to the guy she wanted to kill. So then, come to find out. Robert Pattinson was the guy that saved John David, John David Washington's character. And then they're in this like loop where he's always going to end up sacrificing himself for him. It's like, what the hell? How in the world did we get from this to this to this? So I think the movie just would have been better if they had just kind of restruck, take all that time traveling. It was some weird like time traveling movie for some reason. You know, and then you get to the end of the movie and it's like, 
well, this payoff is not really like worth it. Because we're, we're following a character that was already dead, but we didn't know he was dead. And it's like, yeah, Nolan. I'm not saying that I can't understand it, but that was just too confusing for just the amount of little payoff that you got. So if that's the angle that we're going for the movie, why do we need the white girl trying to kill her fucking husband? Because he was abusing her. It's like, okay, I understand where she's coming from, but it's like, that could have just been a whole other movie in itself. You know, oh, most oh, most definitely. It's like there's and. two movies in one, and the plot is just rather confusing because it tries to mend them both. Because like halfway through the movie, now this you got to focus on on this girl doing something while they're in this like big giant fucking underground thing trying to take out to get to this part to get to this engine. It's like, bro, what is this fucking movie? <laughs> what is this movie? Exactly. God damn, it just you just too much going on. You know. What movie movie that had too much going on? Oh god, Army of the Fucking Dead. Oh god, never watched that. That movie's trash. That's why I didn't watch Rebel Moon. I knew that guy's a fucking hack. I've seen it. I've seen Zack Snyder. I've seen Man of Steel, BVS, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Army of the Dead, and I was like, no more. I'm I'm good. After watching yeah. Army of the Dead, I was like, I ain't checking out no Rebel Moon. This guy can't. <laughs> people saw the fucking direction of Rebel Moon. You sorry? People saw Army of the Dead. I still like, don't. Fuck this! I still, no have, I still have, I still haven't seen Army of the Dead. I like, I just haven't. Gotten you don't even that like Zack Snyder's movies that much, do you? No, so, I do. I, I did. Okay, this is this is to me. And when I go back, I, I went back and watched all his movies at one point to understand where he went wrong. The movie I used to like. Now I'm like, okay, I understand why people dislike this. Sucker Punch. I'm like, that's uh, the girl one, right? Yeah, this yeah. that movie came out one year before Man of Steel. I think it was one or two years before Man of Steel. No, yeah. it was a year. It, it was those a, Watchmen, it was, the Sucker Punch, and those. That's crazy. What a Watchmen wasn't bad. It was just long as shit. Sucker Punch. I'm like, okay, it's not bad. I understand the direction and then the twist at the end. All right, that makes sense. It was like, and I still like the film, but I'm like, and I realized, okay, and with Man of Steel is. I was like, this is what happens when you get someone too much power. When you get someone too much creative power, I'm like, because Super, the Superman film felt like it was a Batman film disguised as Superman. With that um, Bryce Dallas Howard. That was. She is just to be. Keep in mind, they cgi down her ass because it was too big. Hell yeah. I don't know why you would do that. That's, you know why. What a waste. I just say, man, what a waste of money for a movie's budget. You know what? We have these special effects that need work and polishing. No, let's CGI down our main actress's butt. Yeah, come on. Make a, a white woman like that be built like that, and then, and then people she like, got bigger butt than like most girls I know. Like, God damn, I'd put my I know, face in that. I know, shit. I know, she got a bigger butt than most black girls in Connecticut now. Holy the, shit! And then when and, you found out they like CGI it down, you're like, wait, what? No way! That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, now they do that all the time. They they don't they yeah. They do that, yeah. But it's so hard to believe that the fucking lady in the the first Tom McGuire Spider-Man trilogy, the the lady who talks to him after Jameson talks to him, yeah, I can't. She's the uh fucking I, I keep forgetting that lady's actress's name. I've seen her in some stuff. I can't believe she was all speaking that bullshit about Charlie's Angel and shit. Oh, um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth no, Banks. I, it's so crazy to believe that Elizabeth Banks is that person out now coming to look at it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I swear, man, that, these people always show their fucking true selves eventually. It always comes out. I mean, she was like that when she did Zachary Rodeo Porno, but it was like 
she it was like because she had created. She, did you see Brightburn? She wasn't like that in Brightburn. Yeah, because they didn't give her full power. That's what happens when you give someone full power and you you, you feed them. All right, cool. You know, it's crazy how in Brightburn she was this caring, loving mother, and I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, because that was the script. <laughs> that was the script. That's that, that's what. See, the thing about it, she was the director, the writer of fucking Charlie's Angels, and she wanted to make it uh, a feminist power empowerment shit, and it didn't work. The only movie that was feminist empowering because three five seven didn't work. The only one that yeah. didn't work was Ocean Eight, and Ocean Eight, I I was surprised that worked. I thought that was going to tank, and it worked better than. Because it, they wasn't trying to feed you no shit. Their main yeah. thing was, okay, we're women as this. There was a little bit subtle, like, oh, we're better than men. But it's like, most women are, are people, don't, people don't realize about this. Mm-hmm. Most women all have been thinking this before it's been shoved down women's throat. Most women want to be like, oh, we're just as equal as men. Intellectually, yes. Physically, no. Unless you make yourself physically like muscular like a man. You're never gonna be strong. You're the the strongest woman is never gonna be better than the average man. We could, like when men are like scrawny, can't do anything. Right, cool. You're gonna be stronger if you've been working out. It's it's the whole thing with the the WNBA. Like, okay, like Brendan Grimes. Oh, I can beat any regular man, of course, because they don't play basketball. It's like if you're six foot eight, you. Be somebody who's six four who don't play basketball. What do you I want to see her one v one Shaq on the court. No, no, fuck all. No, 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 <laughs> no fuck all that. Brittany Griner lost to a Demarcus cousin who had his, whose leg was broken. She lost to a guy on one leg. DeMarcus Whenever people cousin, keep bringing her up, I, I, I keep thinking of Brittany Renner, that light skin ratchet bitch who did that other uh, basketball player. Oh yeah, nah, no, Brittany Griner is like six foot eight. Like, yeah, I, 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 I think there's two dunk. fucking black Britneys. <laughs> you God, you bro. barely could dunk. You got beat by a guy on one leg saying you could beat him. He beat you on one fucking leg. What's the worst team right now in the, in the NBA this year? Oh, Detroit From, Pistons. Uh, yeah, Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons. They got like five wins. They're East garbage. Coast, right? Yeah, e- yeah, Eastern Conference. Garbage. It's Detroit Pistons. Nine close. They. If you put them against the best WNBA team, do they just sweep them? Oh, you know, most definitely. <laughs> best, best of three, best of five, best of seven, dude. Don't sweep them. Come on. Come on. Best of three. Thank you. These women ain't no. lasting seven games with these guys. The, the only the only way they the only way women could beat them if it's an all-star team and they still might get smoked. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, telling, no I'm, man. Telling you I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because the Detroit Pistons, it's not because of the players, it's their coach is trash. If you put Greg Pop, if you told Greg Popovich in the best of three, you're gonna coach the Detroit Pistons. Oh, Detroit Pistons win it too well. They they might smoke them so bad in the first game that they cancel the rest of the series. I'm telling you right now, the Detroit Pistons just have a bad coach and a bad structure. They have a lot of great players. They the coach just he's getting paid forty four million dollars over four years to coach. This motherfucker just got fired. Like. What's no. up, what you said, Michael, uh, did you see LeBron's feet going viral? I never knew that happened and was a common thing for basketball. What did you see uh, going viral? Why was his feet? I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't I don't, really keep up with, with a whole lot of basketball news. I, I, I don't really keep games. up with – first of all, I don't really keep, keep up with little feet. That's me. That's 
that's like just I'm I'm just letting you know right now. I don't give a fuck about feet. I just watch the games. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I just watch Nick. I just watch Nick games and sometimes Warrior games. I don't. You know what? I, you know what we, we need people. We just need Kawhi Leonard. Just versus that the whole team. <laughs> I just want to see like just them take on one of the guys. Uh, good lord, man. But um, I'm gonna go over some Yu-Gi-Oh market prices, dude. Yep. But I want to show you some uh, fate, some some hot sluts first. Hey yo. And she's light skinned, so you know you can get your chocolate on or some shit. She says, "I let men fuck my ass and let them put it in my mouth." <clears throat> call it nasty, but I call it slutty, disgusting and fun. Ass to mouth makes my pussy wet. <laughs> I you know the sad part about it. I I know a lot of girls that went to college that got the same sentiment. There's a lot of girls who would not let you fuck with your pussy. But that asshole is wide open, more wide open than Seven Eleven in fucking upstate New York. Like, but I'm telling you right now, uh, she's from Indiana. Did, did they got any sluts out there? <laughs> Tiana Trump from Indiana, the porn star. That's oh that's, god. Oh, that she said she sucked eighty six dicks her senior year of high school. Or I think she had eighty six sex partners. Either way, yeah, no, like, I'm t- what a no, great first of all, those Midwestern girls, that's what the little freaky ones, those little, I was like, oh, I go to church, yeah, and they just get your asshole blown open. Like, like, yeah, nah, trust me, I know a girl who was like, was like oh, yeah, you know, I can't have sex before marriage, but you can fuck my ass. I'm like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like. You're like, I'm not trying to make rational, you know, decision making out of a girl. It's just, it's, okay, I guess. They, they, like, how, 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 what was it? How, uh, how, um. Uh, Pitbull said, "You gonna be, you gonna be, you gonna girl gonna be watching herself on a uh, in a new movie called In Track Choo Choo." Like there's these girls, man. They don't, don't let a gang of niggas just bend them over or fuck them. Like some of these girls are like just just like sluts. It's crazy. It's this crazy. Is na- this is just a nasty woman. It, yeah. Does she make a lot of money on OnlyFans? Well, yeah. I mean, well, wow. yeah. When, I don't believe this. I don't believe for a second. She said she she pays her ex to fuck her as a tax write off. Yeah, pay your ex. It, that that's just hey, the guy you yo. did it. Oh God, I, fuck! I gotta see this. I I gotta check this. I, I gotta. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! That TikTok. Usually I'm a squirter, but tonight I was a creamer. I've never creamed like this before, but it was hot. So I posted on my sites my creamy pussy. I, I I told people that's like that's how it be, man. I love it slut. when I get called a good dirty slut when I get fucked. Okay, I have to admit, girls really do like that. You whisper in the ear after you're pounding them out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm there's shit. Certain girls, I tried I need that one. Send help. Trust me, there's some girls I know that like that. Some girls are like, nope. But then there are some girls who are like, yeah, like they need, like. She says, drive fast, eat ass. Oh, go God. Tongue far deep in that shit. Good Lord. Good. Yeah. Point of view, two MILFs go to Vegas. Okay. God. Oh, all right. 
This is what we guys, this is what we're paying for. If your husband leaves his clothes on the floor, it's not a huge deal. Pick them up without bitching at your man for it. You know, hey. I I I, I ain't gonna disagree with that one. I mean, usually if I drop something on the floor, I'm picking it up myself, but I never knew that was such a big deal. That was a big deal for people. If you drop something, like, right. pick it up. If you drop something on the floor, like, you know, pick pick it up. It's just a common courtesy thing, you know? Yeah. All right. But what what else you got been going on, man? Um, I'm gonna start streaming soon. I'm just be streaming Pokemon and some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Not too much league. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's me. I, I'm gonna try. Okay. Um, I got Twitch. What is it? I got Twitch Studio up here. I'm gonna try. I'm. I'm gonna start streaming for Twitch first. Then I'm gonna start putting vods. I'm gonna put, like. I'm gonna start. Getting better at editing, start putting vibes on. Um, um. Yeah, she got invited to the uh, porn awards, and then she got uh, contacted by what was that one yeah, big old yeah. black guy that pounded out um, Lena the plug? What was his name Jason Love? Yeah. Yeah, so she got in contact with some Jason wait, wait, Love. Wait. Just saying. Um, wait, wait a second. She's a woman, right? Indiana Milf? Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's definitely a there's, woman. There's one picture. I don't know, man. That shit. That is definitely a woman. There's one picture where I'm like, wait a second, this. I don't know. What do you mean you don't? I I, I hate you sometimes. God, you're if so you black. Scroll, if you scroll down, there's one picture. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That if someone had a if she, if she had a dick, I'm it would be definitely apparent. Actually. <sighs> All right. Let's go over some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. You want to talk about Bonfire? That card probably yeah. dropped. And by probably, we knew it was going to drop. We were just telling people, hey, you don't got to buy it right now. I'm not telling you what to, do, what to do with your own fucking money. I'm just saying that you could save money by picking up a card that may or may not, you know, be good for you, actually. So yeah. the Maze of Memories, the collector's rare bonfires currently are a hu- near mint. About $180.99, about $195, and you're counting the $5 in shipping, and about $200 total for the uh, Collector's Rare Bonfires coming out of Maze of Memories. And, sorry, yeah, sorry, Maze of Millennia. Maze of Memories came out fucking last year. Holy yeah, that, dude, that's why I was like, wait a second, they did another set with Maze? Holy shit. Cut. Uh, the Ultra Rare Bonfires out of Maze of Millennia. Is about a hundred dollars solid. So good lord, yeah, people are buying this. That's the de- that's just the demand right there. This guy says, uh, few details. Bonfire pack to plastic. Oh, that that, that means he basically just o- opened the pack, got a bonfire, and just sleeved it. Yeah, there you go. Immediately, just just like mm-hmm. li- limited like touching, like yeah, <laughs> like that's exactly what's gonna happen with Len with Lennon. Limited touching outside of a hug. Yeah. That's all you getting. Hug and grab them big old titties. God, she just has big tits for like just no reason whatsoever. That Carla oh, has man. nothing. I don't get it. All right. Uh, Jet Synchron Collector's Rare is currently $60. After that, it's about $64. It's not, not bad, but what deck is really using like Jet Synchron right now? Is there any real, like, real Synchron? Strategy, oh, strategy going off right now. Peer, peer rescue ace that doesn't have like 
because it's a fire. Oh, okay. It's a fire that could work. There are peer rescue agencies. I remember I was playing. I, I was. Uh, I was um, testing with somebody who was mm-hmm. testing for a regional, right? And I was playing a peer rescue ace. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, it's just it's pretty cool. The main thing about it is you have to really get good at that deck in order to understand it, you know. Yep. But, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty pretty good set overall. You know, worries. Uh, what 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 other card in here? Is, I mean, there's decent value for the with the CRs. It's not yeah. bad generally. Now, usually people when it comes to like new Yu-Gi-Oh product after like page one, this should be looking like a train wreck. So I'm gonna see what page yeah. two looks like generally for this set. Uh, also, Phantom Nightmare just came out too. So there's yeah. a little bit of value fighting flame sword, rescue yeah. hydrant. I have officially comes out. I think tomorrow it comes out tomorrow on uh like it, it like like it comes out tomorrow officially at uh at at the OTS stores like OTS register stores. Okay, structure like Fire Kings, the bane of Chaz's existence. <laughs> God, Lord. Currently, right now, you can get budget Yu Gi Oh for just about. What? Yeah. That's like 30, 40 bucks. I guess you could say if you just want, want to play yeah. locally. That's it. You yeah. play locally, 30 bucks. Or about 40 bucks, good tax, give or take on each one. Yeah, 40, yeah, about 40 bucks. Yeah. Good Lord. You know how, like, for really good structure decks back, like, a few years ago, the store owners were, like, upcharging on the deck boxes, on the on the product, actually? Instead of being, like, 10, it should be, like, 17 for a structure deck. $17? Shit's crazy. Like, for... That that's why I was surprised. Like people kept saying this was a really good one. You could actually like play and like add more cards to it, where it's gonna be pretty good. And I was like, hmm. Usually stores always kind of like upcharge on the good ones and the bad ones. They fucking just <laughs> they can't Trying wait to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you like so many stores have like a few cases of like the ice barrier structure deck. <laughs> I can't believe the fucking community voted for an ice barrier structure deck. That's surprise. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. But like, bro, yeah. come on. Valiant Smashers. Does anybody really talk about the strategy? I'm oh, sorry, strategy. The the set actually. Oh my guys. What happened? No. Does anyone talk oh, about Centurion? Uh, Valiant Smashers. They talk about Centurion. They're like it was like in the worth picking up. But other than that, not really. That's that's a set where people kind of like. This just came out and just went, and people were just like, "Oh, okay." It, it was like, oh, okay, Satira is good. Everyone thought the uh, mental cards were going to be good. I was like, nah, the core is good. The, the deck is kind of ass. I don't know why it's ass. I, like, I just read it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on this one. Oh, God. Look at this. Ten- oh, no. Look at all that. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's like, oh, and the Valmata comes are just bad. That's <laughs> probably like self cores, but it's like, they try to keep like the only the only the only penalty deck from these uh side sets that might work are magic specters. Oh gosh. All right, what else is here? We got we have the pot collection. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh players love their pot. Yep. Yep. Smoking on them tweeds. Oh Lord. Quarter century secret rare pot of greed, which is currently going for about 
a hundred dollars actually just looking through the pot collection you ain't gonna get none of these are you oh uh, just not worth I, it honestly i thought about it but like the only one i, I will want is prosperity prosperity ultra rares that at the pot collection currently are about 26 dollars and but i'm not gonna lie i rather just get ulties or P, uh, qcr uh pot of prosperities mm-hmm. don't last longer 25th anniversary rarity collection. Still looking good. Values. Oh, no. This set value ain't going to drop for a, a, probably another few months. Like, <laughs> like, this didn't have the, okay, it just comes out, and then after a few days, it just fucking falls off the literal face of a cliff. <laughs> it, it, it did, except for Action Imperm. Uh, a lot of these were almost double the price. But they realized the the not short printed because you can't even say it was short printed because mm-hmm. you because I know I know someone who literally got Ash Blossom in seven different rarities and it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it was like and that shit is that that's the crazy like damn I'm about to get Ash Blossom in seven different rarities in one box like. <laughs> What else we got it's here? Like, Night, uh, Nightmare Unicorn, Dark Law. Like, everyone was fucking buying, like, the Dark Law ultis at, like, 300 some odd dollars that they put out a quarter of a century secret rare Dark Law that is literally, like, 15 bucks. Yeah, that's that's why I waited. I, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy ultis. And that's why I'm like, I'm not going to buy ulti shadows, too, because watch it. Watch, I swear it could not be reprinted. Cause I got two QCR uh, dark laws. I was like, I think it to me these these look better. I, I don't know if I put them up in my deck, but they do look better than the ultis. Mm. Like, and they got that first edition stamp on it. Talk about the first edition stamp, man. I love it. Yeah, Crusadia Avermax. Do people still use this in their extra deck? I I don't, I don't think so. Do they? Uh, not the list that I've seen. Not as much anymore. It. Like it wasn't as bad, but you're like, there's just better options at this point now. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it is definitely good though. It's not a bad card. I just think yeah. you know when it comes to cards like this, like we used to have like those really really good link fours, you know, yeah. and they kept making so many good ones at a point where if they make so many good link fours, it's gonna be like, well, the other link fours that were like only getting played because there's nothing else better are just gonna phase out anyway. Yeah. Or unless they're just a meta where you just have to play this one, which. You know, why would you ever go for that over something like Axis Code Talker or Appaloosa? Oh, uh, because Whatever. Axis Code Talker destroys in this format. Crusader Avermax is kind of good because it, it returns cards to the uh, uh, extra deck, or yeah, yeah. Did Ready right. Collection have prosperity? Did it? I believe did it? it? Yeah, it yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. The Prismatic Secret Rare. Prismatic Collector's Rare. Yeah, what a, what a rarity that is named. 844. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! talk about? Probably not. I mean, it's, oh, my God. I, I know uh, one of our old ex-colleagues uh, went off on this set. I think in one of his videos. Yeah. Uh, the two-player starter set. 
I mean, I saw the spoilers for this a long time ago, and I I, I could have told people that this was just not going to be good. He, yeah. This is the same basic structure Konami's had with this kind of shit forever. I mean, like, this, is that anything new? Hey, look, but, the same thing I, I've seen for many years. Yeah, it's not good. But the, issue with, but the issue with this one is this had potential, and then they threw it out the window. So it's like it's like you go you go third and one, and you decide to punt. Like you, you still got a whole other down to go. It was like the way they could have done was like, okay, let me go. Instead, you could have you could have made it exit. Like the way they could have done this, and and I hope so. This is why you need someone to, you need someone Konami who has sense. You know what you could do if you want to teach kids how to look, play for the easiest mechanics? Tell them to tell them to learn uh, tournaments. Like get actually yeah. built tournaments at the cheapest format for for like structure decks. But you do tournaments versus uh, okay, tournaments versus Scareclaw because and then you go. Cactier versus Medanium, Seagrove versus Exist. You teach them how to play. It's like, because Medanium is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you got those four. We're not going to worry about uh, Pedal because y'all don't really give a shit about Pedal anymore. But, you know, you built those four decks. Like, make the field spells ultras. Do it like how you would do it in the actual structure deck. You do four decks. Make make you know make certain card ultras commons like like you can put like like the trap cards in tailorments. You can put like a scare claw. You can put like a like a, like you can put like a common ash, common emperor, common mm-hmm. what else? Uh, Infect Veiler, DD Crow. Like in Cactuary, you could put in common D shifters, Manatic Calf, Scare Claw, Tailorment Calf, Draw a Lock Bird. Mm-hmm. And then you can have it's like stuff like that, and then you just built a deck, but it's like the way they had it structured was just bad. It's, it it made no sense. Yeah, like I just don't get why we get structured decks. No, oh, sorry, this is essentially a glorified like starter deck. I would say for two yeah. people, it's like that. Um, Pokemon don't they have so, a, a similar product to this actually? Where you, you uh, get, where you buy a product and it's two decks for or two people. Oh uh, yeah, it's the uh, build a battle kit kind of thing. Where yeah, you can, where uh-huh. it, it it's pretty much teach you how to play Pokemon. It's not like, but it doesn't give you like a, a good enough deck where obviously it's not like lopsided like this one one would be where no. one deck is just still pretty better. Yeah, yeah, because what it does it gives you two decks and it teaches you how to play. And, and it's not like you'll bring the local. But it's like, and then it's not so you bring the locals, but they do have those decks like that, like uh, like they do have some where you buy thirty dollars, you get an actual whole deck. Yeah, you 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 might need to get some staples, you know, buy some extra packs, get some staples, or Eight, I hope somebody uh, has extra. Look, look at this. What are they charging cards. for this? So they're essentially gonna charge. I mean, this is on TCG Player, so this might not be reflective of the actual MSRP, but this is like sixteen dollars. Yeah. 16 for this and if you go here guys yeah. the ultra is here divine arsenal aa zoo sky thunder the ultra rares are 13 dollars. so basically if you buy this yeah. this one card essentially pays for the whole thing but then 
There's just other better divine arsenals to get. Plus, there's other cheaper ones on the same similar level, is it not? Honestly, because this card's been print, printed a handful of times at this point. You know, you could get either the Ultras from the 2021 tins, uh, the Secret Rares from Monsters Revenge, the original Secret Rares from Phantom Race. There's just like no real reason to get this one unless you just, you know, want to have that version of the card, actually. You know, and then what else is there? Like Coral Dragon? Yeah. The secret rare is like six dollars at that point. Like, the, like I, I don't know what kind of crack they're smoking. Like the Manati, well, well, not not Manati, and they have Visa Starfrost common. Yep. Golden Lord common. Like, I guess Konami. I guess I. I don't know what the fuck that product's for. Like, just to, that probably will end up being the worst product of the year. It has uh, to most, be most definitely. <laughs> if they come up with something worse than that, that's that's fucking saying something. All right. I don't think I've looked at Phantom Nightmare yet. Uh, let's see. This is supposed to have the uh, Ubel support, right? Yeah. Is there anything in, in this set you're look, looking for or anything that's going to be shaping up the meta or changing uh, it, actually? Is it going to be one of those sets where it's like, this changes everything or it's going to be one of those, okay, it exists kind of thing? Um, it, it changes how the top decks play for this uh, popu- uh, Snake Eye popular but mm-hmm. it don't really do it. Um, and I know the trap part for Dynamorphic, but other than that, it don't really do anything. Probably anything out of Snake Eyes. Like, that Goblin Rider shit don't look good. The shit, the pro, um, Promethean Princess, it's going to be everywhere. Like, Wait. Sorry, I, sorry. I went, to, it's went, went to the bathroom really quick. Um, there's um, there's um. Michael says, "Boys, do you think four hours is too far to drive to locals once in a while? If you're going like every once in a while, so um, what? I I, I still, four I still, hours? No, nah, four hours to to. I don't I don't drive four hours for a regional. Four like." Like four, four hours for a local. What time is the locals? If the locals is like one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, maybe that's that's all right. But like, oh, I should also add, if this locals is one of them, like, hey, I have six players joining, that is definitely not worth it. Yeah, this nah. locals, you should probably scout out and see like how many players actually go. If if it's like one of those like locals that Rogue Heroes has where it's like 30, 40 people, whatever, potentially yeah, maybe that's 25 good. people, that's worth it. But if you're going there and there's like eight people that show up that day, whoo. Yeah, but it, it, another thing also is, is it an official OTS where you got OTS pack or the one of those where they host Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, but they just give you whatever packs they have left over? Because I have two so locals. There's, like There's four stores in two different cities. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. yeah, you do have your options, but – you're, you're driving out four hours, and I, I'll say at least you have your options. That that I will say. But the problem here is if you pick any one of them, and they have like maybe an eight person locals, and then you have a factor, you're driving back too. You know, it's yeah. like ugh. that's the dicey part you're in. 
Because I, I don't think you like remote dueling, do you? So I don't think. Who? Do people oh, like Michael? remote dueling? Yeah, Michael, I don't know if I you do. like remote dueling. I do, to yeah. a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a tough one. Honestly, if you did it like once, maybe every three months, I don't, I don't think it's that bad, honestly. I'll say once a month, but you got to see if they, if they have, like, actual, because I there's a tournament this week I'm not going to because I'm going to a Pokemon tournament. Yeah. And, like, a half-case tournament. That's, like, an hour, like, a half-case tournament for Maze of Millennium. That's an hour and 15 minutes away from me. It's, like, if, if I didn't have the Pokemon, the same, Pokemon tournament the same day, I would go. It's, like, I would probably drive up there. He says four but, hours is the total drive, two there, two back. Okay, so it'd be, like, just oh. if I went to the L.A. regionals. Uh oh okay. I, I saw so you have so you so you have two hours there back total, four different options. I'd say try it out one time and see how you enjoy it. I would yeah. say try out one time, go to the first two stores, the next time try out the other two stores, and then weigh out which of the four stores is gonna be the best one that has the most active player base. Because if you're already sacrificing two hours to drive out there and drive back, you like I, I'm sorry, you you that local just needs to have an active player base, you know? You already yeah. say you work like fucking 50 hours a week. Like imagine going out to a locals with like six people and a fucking two of them are blue haired weirdos talking about fucking playing like magic specters or some bullshit like that. Well, no, no, it's probably not no, worth it. Trust, trust me, I went to a local where it was like I thought it was gonna be good locals, right? Oh, damn. Okay, that's good. Um, half the people were playing Rooney. I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm not playing this devil's game, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of your damn mind. <laughs> oh gosh. So currently, everyone, I'm uploading the Iron Man podcast up to the podcasting platforms. I just finished putting out episode 208, so we're almost there. Right? Okay. We're almost there. Yep. We're, we're, we're getting there. You know? One episode, I, I have to have Lennon on for a one-on-one at some point. Just, just watch the whole fucking world burn. <laughs> oh, God. I want to see her make a coherent thought and me just, like, fucking be like, okay, you're you you're just an airhead, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, shit. All right. Oh, God. All right. Uh, let me go and see about this Power Rangers video I'm going to show you. And we're gonna go for that. I, I, I've been watching this other bigger consecrator that I had on at one point. Yeah, his name, name was like Henry Resilient. He's been going down the road of like why the first original three Power Rangers left, but it's obviously uh, the oh, Ranger. I just something I remember. I saw I don't know, it showed up in my recommendation. I saw that. I was like, yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, it was about money, and um, and it felt like. They felt like the, they they felt like the other three kind of like backed out last minute, but then it felt like Jason. Yeah, uh, also so many conflicting John. stories with their thing, man. Like apparently, maybe they wanted like way too much money, uh, and the studio was or Heim Sabon was like, "No, nah, that's a little too much. There's just so much, man." Yeah, uh, maybe maybe you know what? I'll fucking go and dig in those stories more because I always just kind of took whatever they said at face value, kind of like, "Oh, they they just want to leave because they wanted more money and it just wasn't working yeah. out for them." I'll 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 ask you guys. I know like the surface level of why they left. I never like dug into the reasons like maybe get later on down the road like when they explained why they left that'll probably be what i do next then because like 
I watched this one guy, and it, it seems like there's always something every day about them talking about why they originally left. And put back to by the time th- what happened then compared to now, given how like older they are now, their stories definitely changed. I don't even think they remember their original reasons why they left anymore. The fuck that? Like, that should have been like what nine, nineteen something. Nineteen ninety-four. No, ninety-four. Yeah. yeah. Like, remember, like, yeah. and people got to factor in back then. They were a lot younger. These guys were like, what, twenty years old, maybe at the point in time. Yep. They're all like fucking almost fifty now. It's like they don't. I just would only would imagine they don't remember the exact reason why they wanted to leave. You know, and, and of course, like if Tommy's making the most money, or say Jason, fuck, they're two Jasons. God damn it! <laughs> oh Lord, Jason, David, Frank, and the guy who played the Red Ranger was named as Jason. Yeah, you can't make us up, people. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> it's like... So, I just only could imagine the reason why Jason didn't leave. Jason named Frank, not Tommy. Yeah. Oh, Tommy then. Because uh, cause I, I do remember this rumor. There was a rumor that he, since he was so popular, he was supposed to headline his own show with his yeah. team, another Ranger team. So if No, 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 no. No, it wasn't a Ranger team. It was... Yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was probably like a ninja sign. I, I, so originally, what I heard was that that White Ranger is obviously not from the Mighty Morphin Sentai. That White Ranger is from a different Sentai, and that was, he was going to basically have that team, right? Yep. So obviously, like, Tommy's not going to leave. Kimberly only left because of that shit that happened on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, where she apparently almost got like burned by one of the special effects happening or whatever. And what? What was the other person? Their presence Billy, and Billy was getting apparently tormented because he was gay, actually. You know? Yeah. I, I still question like why he stayed there that long, but whatever, I guess, you know. <laughs> um see, so yeah, like man, every day something is fucking happening with, with these guys. It's like, bro, you guys have said this story probably a thousand times. Like, what is the real reason why you left? Tell us, give me the hardcore facts right now. Billy Billy was getting MSK MSK in the booty. Oh my god, that's that, oh, that that's that's gay. That's fucking gay. Oh lord. Oh lord. All right. Uh, let, let me let me put this video up. Most powerful power. Oh, did you not see that Power Rangers post we had in the the, the, the Zodiac Power Rangers group? This fucking weird tranny fucking person was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had a trans Power Ranger?" I saw that and I was and, uh, I mean, <laughs> in the I, comments, I, and I was like, "Nope." Just, I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I I saw that, paid it no mind. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And, and you know, the first comment, I, okay, I lied. I, I read one comment, I, just one. It's the guy was fucked. The guy said, "Yeah, be great for representation," and I was like, "Nope, uh, uh-uh. uh, out." Power <sighs> Rangers literally is the most diverse franchise you could probably even think of. Yep. If anyone thinks Pondra is not diverse, you are fucking retarded. Oh my god. Black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican. That that's not diverse for you. I legit don't know what is good enough. For you. About the first season was diverse. Like, yeah, if Pondra is not if if Pondra is not diverse, bruh, we is in trouble. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay, so what happened to, to the Six Rangers? I liked his videos a lot. He just hasn't been doing as much videos. It's like I miss him. His stuff is really good. Top ten strongest Power Rangers who will never die. History of the Power Rangers. 
Yeah, literally, if you had an algorithm of just Power Rangers content and just telling people what happened that they already knew in Power Rangers, apparently that just gets yeah. a lot of views. I, I've even seen it in channels that are not even as big as him. Like, just you saying how you feel about Power Rangers, like, in playing clips or whatever. There's yeah. so, pure effect, there's so many different, like, niche fan bases on YouTube. Like, there, there's the Espanol rapping community that Lynn is a part of. Oh, shit. <laughs> I still can't believe she got 120 subs from just doing her makeup and her hair. She didn't put hey. any actual videos. Hey, man, people like seeing pretty women do stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then I, I told her, make that dancing video and, and title it uh, Throwing It Back for a Hood Nigga, and she just didn't do it. She she, she a pussy. She didn't do it. She ain't down for a, for, for a nigga lie like that. <laughs> I told her, throw it back good enough. Oh, my God. So... If you were put it in Lennon's ass and then pulled it out, could I suck it? <laughs> what is wrong with you? So just tell me how gay that was. Nigga, you know you know how gay that was, man. That was that, that's but but it's not like gay gay though. What okay, what is gay gay then? That means like if you just jerked off and hit me in the face, that's gay. What is wrong? What is wrong? Oh, man? right. Full. Great, great night for content. Am I right, people? All right. Yeah. So let's go over this uh, video. It's, this is not something I'm clipping out for YouTube. So we can just do commentary as it comes. Who is the most powerful Power Ranger? Now, we've talked about like a whole different load of Power Ranger stuff, you know? And yeah, I get a question like, who is the strongest Ranger, though? I've seen this video before, so I know who's going to pick, but it's like, hmm, that's interesting. Honestly. Welcome to Variant One Shot. As you guys know, superheroes and comic books are by far my first love in the world of fiction. But I'm also a big fan of a bunch of things in the world of geekdom. And the Power Rangers is definitely up there on that list. As a kid, Batman the Animated Series and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is what I look most forward to watching after school. And also Spider-Man the Animated Series, but you guys get the point. Obviously, there's been several different Power Ranger series since Mighty Morphin, which is what brings us to today's episode. Who is the most powerful Power Ranger? Is it the original Red Ranger Jason or Tommy as the Green or White Ranger? Maybe it's even a Ranger from Power Rangers Ninja Storm. But right off the bat, if you know anything about the Power Rangers, the sixth Ranger is usually the most powerful Ranger on the team. So one could... Yeah. And there's people out there on these, like, Power Ranger fucking Facebook groups that are like, no, when they join the actual Ranger team, they're not dumbed down. It's like, do you have eyes? Do you, like, legit have eyes you can use? I swear when people do that, it's so cringe. Hey, I just saw this with my own two eyes. No, 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 what you're saying is wrong. Huh. Hello. The fuck? I only assume that the most powerful ranger of all time has to be one of the sixth rangers. Some sixth rangers include the ever so popular Tommy Oliver, aka the original green and white ranger, but also the gold ranger from Zeo, who ended up being the original red ranger, Jason. Then you have the quantum ranger from Time Force. The quantum ranger was really strong, and Doggy Cougar was exceptionally strong himself. Shadow ranger from SPD, and the list goes on, my friends. Ultimately, the sixth rangers have been known to be able to defeat villains by themselves, where their teammates couldn't even defeat them in team of three or five. So now that we know it has to be one of the sixth rangers, what sixth ranger is it? Well, that title goes to Orion, aka the Silver Ranger from Super Mega Force. Why is he the most powerful Power Ranger? Well, that's simply because the Silver Ranger has access to the powers of all the legendary sixth rangers. Not only does he have access to all of them, he has access to them all at the same time in his gold mode. 
again, giving him the power of every single legendary 6th ranger all at once. That's pretty powerful if you ask me. Now, given this transformation looks absolutely ridiculous, like really- Okay, I will say, I actually really like his battleizer. I think it looks cool as fuck. Now, he's the he's the uh, second 6th ranger to have a battleizer outside of um, Eric from Time Force. He had his own battleizer of some sort. But yeah, yeah. if you have- if you have access to Zane's powers, you can just kind of call that a day, honestly. Imagine being well, like, hey, I'm a Silver Ranger. It's crazy. He's also silver, a six Silver Ranger in this series, just like, you know, Zane was in the original one. But um, yeah. imagine ha having access to Doggy Kruger's powers and Zane's. All right, guess I don't need really anything else then. I guess I can just butt fuck the whole series then. If you oh, ever know, notice the reason why when the six Rangers, like, join the team, if they're not like, evil or whatever, or they have this, like, oh, I don't want to join because I, I, I don't want to have sex with the Yellow Ranger. Some gay shit like that usually. You ever always notice they always kind of push off the Six Ranger in like episodes and then have him come at the end to help them? Because he, the Six Ranger will always just out o overshadow the, the fucking uh, main team generally, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's a tactic they've used since like Mighty Morphin. Like Tommy will randomly come in and help. And it's like, you've barely been in the whole episode before. It's just because it, the Six Ranger is all the strongest ones. Like, is there a Red Ranger that's stronger than a Six Ranger actually? Uh... Oh, that's a good question. Fun. Some said some said Leo from Lost Galaxy because of right, the okay, battle I'll, I'll give you that, that one. That's one. Oh no, okay. So you always say you gotta preference it. Do you mean with battleizer upgrade or pre-battleizer upgrade? That's that's that that's, that's a tough good. one. Yeah. Shit. So someone who would just be like naturally strong without a battleizer. There's not a lot of them then. Because the only yeah. ranges that are not battleizers are the ones that are like after Mystic Force. Yep. Wait, is there a battleizer from uh, the last series you saw, Cosmic Fury? I haven't seen Cosmic Fury yet. That's the, the, the other, other series you're watching, like Ninja Steel and Beast Morphin. No battleizers for the Red Rangers. Oh, uh, Beast Morphin. No, I I haven't watched enough episodes where I'm like, okay. Like, Don't stick to, around for a battleizer. I ain't sticking around yeah. for shit. Dude. No, no, no. Because I once I once I get through Lost Galaxy and um SP um not SPD, Lightspeed Rescue, then I'm gonna start on Ninja Steel and uh Beast Morphers. Oh yeah, because you know you'd rather watch some. You yeah, you'd actually want to like eat some fine meal instead of eating out shit. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's like <laughs> I can like, only I take enough shit for a while. Yep. But I'll say this, I like that battle suit. I think I think that, that looks cool as hell, honestly. Yeah. But it is the last one in the series anyway, which is I guess uh I don't know why fans didn't like the battleizers. I always thought they were cool as fuck, honestly. You know, some look better than the others. I think Carter's probably looks the worst. Nick's and Carter's look awful, honestly. Wes's looks cool as fuck, I would say. Um, did you like Jack's battleizer when the oh, dog all right. it was alright. That'd yeah. be a, a video to do. Coolest looking battleizer, actually. Really ridiculous. But again, many of you would agree, this makes him the single most powerful Power Ranger ever. Now, with that said, some people would argue that it's either Tommy as Zeo Red or Jason as Zeo Gold. Someone argue. What are the feats to... Do you remember, remember them being that strong in Zeo? Zeo, they were kind of weak. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, even when... J like, Jason... Like... The Six Ranger was stronger as Trey of Triforia than Jason. Yeah. Was. yeah, yeah, but Jason was still the Gold Ranger. No matter what, was still stronger than the Zeo Ranger. They oh, were, sure. they were kind of on some cheeks. They was kind of <laughs> weak. <laughs> uh, 
arguing this would say this because if you know anything about the lore of the Zeo crystals, they get stronger over time. But I personally still don't they think- They didn't show that in that show. If that's true, I know that, I mean, obviously it's true. Zoran said in the, in the show, yeah. but like, they did not show that in this show. These guys was struggling to fight. What are the fucking minion underlings of the robotic army in that show? Forgot their names, but these people were still kind of like, you know, having some struggles with those things, actually. It would be a match for the combined power of you know every... So, Putty's corner... I think the strongest ones of those bunch, those like, you know, they fight those minion underlings before they fight the actual monster itself. I think the yeah. strongest ones, one of the strongest ones was definitely corner drones. The stuff that the minions astronomer had. The motherfuckers had sights. Yeah. <laughs> that... Don't we want to be fighting those things? Every sixth yeah. ranger ever. Now, if you're purely just talking about what ranger has the best experience or skill, that is probably going to go to mine and most people's favorite Power Ranger, Tommy, the original Green Ranger, or another fan favorite, Jason, the original Red Ranger. But if you're just talking about pure power, I think that goes to the Silver Ranger from Power Ranger Super Mega Force in his gold mode. But as always, let me know what your thoughts are and opinions in the comment section down below. But before I wrap up today's one shot, I just want to thank our sponsor, Domain. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't remember. I remember while watching Zeo a handful of times. I don't remember them having like that much impressive feats, honestly. You know? Yeah. I I, I just don't remember, honestly. I, I maybe have to watch the show again. 2,000 comments. Holy mother of God. <laughs> Many like to pretend the Super Mega Force never happened. I, I agree. Yeah, I can't play well. Yeah. Imagine Tommy or Jason with the Super Mega Force powers. <laughs> Good Lord. I agree that Orion and Gold Mode would be, would really be beyond powerful. But I personally think that Ryan, the Titanium Ranger, was the strongest individual Ranger in terms of sheer power, not just skill, just power. He did fight off three really strong demons the others were having a hard time against, and did it without breaking a sweat. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian is actually just really incredible. There were these monsters that they were fighting for like two episodes straight when Brian was like kind of, oh, sorry, Ryan was kind of a going back and forth on if, if you wanted to be a part of their team or whatever. They, yeah. they were losing to them the entire episode. Ryan comes in, get a mop. Okay, they're done. It's over. It's like, it almost makes you question like, okay, why isn't this guy just the main character of the show? And that, why don't they just, you know, fight them yeah. all themselves? It, it Like when the Sixth Ranger comes in, you're like, oh, this Sixth Ranger kind of beats the shit out of all these guys by himself. It's like, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Did anyone forget how OP Dylan from RPM was? Dude ripped apart an army of cogs with his bare hands, unmorphed. Yeah, pretty. Because that's because Dylan. Uh, Dylan's not really a human. Dylan's like. Um, He's a, he was an android. He, he no no not an android. Uh, he was a, he was affected. He he was affected. Yeah, he's part cyborg because he was affected with that that. Uh, I would call him was. like a version of like Wolverine. I would say. For a power yeah. ranger, if that makes sense. Yeah, but what we're talking about here, guys, is like so that's kind of like a cheat, I would say. It, he wasn't naturally born yeah. that way. It's that that that's also when he was a human too. So that's gets weird too. I think one of the key points you missed in this video is the concept of the battleizer, which most ravengers have access to. I would argue Connor from Dino Thunder, who lifted a Megazord-sized monster while in his Jurassic mode. Or the Red Overdrive Ranger, when merged with the Sentinel Knight, who can potentially restore all the powers of previous Rangers and traverse time and space. Well, I didn't watch Operation Overdrive, so I would not know that detail. But yeah. I do remember Connor's Battleizer being really strong. The Triassic Ranger, whoo, that was. But okay, but don't forget the Operation Overdrive. He was a, he was he he was a human. 
He was a human. Yeah, he has that cheat code like Dylan would. That's a cyborg, you know? But he was an actual cyborg, not like Dylan who was and Dylan's human. like half half cyborg, half human, yeah. Yeah, because of that Vedjax. Yeah, that's what Vedjax, whatever that shit was. Uh, I really, I, I, I always liked Cam as the Green Ranger from Ninja Storm. It was like a Green Ranger plus a Katan from, from Combo. Also really liked Eric as Time Force. Okay. Yeah. Raw power-wise, Trey, because Orion needed Gosei to give him the keys. Experience-wise, Tommy, having been a Ranger of four teams, one of which he led. Number of enemies defeated, Andros, having defeated an entire UAE and Zordon at once. My favorite was Wes, for rushing an army of robots unmorphed and slaying a mother grabbing dragon. It's yeah. I'm curious to see like how many of these there's a lot of like what's the strongest ranger videos out here. I remember the Disney Brain? Disney Brain Brain is a cool guy. I like his videos. Nice, nice essay stuff to go over. Uh let's see. The most powerful ranger teams. I think you I think you asked me this a long time ago too. Yeah. Thank you, ads. Thank you. I love ads. I can't get enough ads. I want an ad of Lennon and Chaz fucking, and then I'll hey, watch it over and over again. Hey, yeah, that's wild. Old argument amongst Power Ranger fans. Which team is the best? Everybody has a different answer, and in my opinion, it's a very personal choice. Having said that, it totally depends on what you rank them by. Power? Teamwork? Who has the best series? Who has the best teamwork? That's a good question, honestly. That is a good question. It takes a long time to develop teamwork for some of these guys. Oof. Well, the worst would be SPD. They have terrible teamwork. Oh, yeah. Talk about dysfunctional. Holy fuck. Uh, That's a good question. Which team actually has the best teamwork? Gotta give it to him. I like this guy's videos. He's always posing interesting questions. It's a hard one to judge. But in today's video, we'll be going with who we believe to be the most powerful teams ever. So here is a list of my personal top 10 most powerful Power Rangers teams of all time. I think Megaforce would have to be here by default because they have access to like the other Power Rangers powers, which is fucking a cheat code in and of, in and of itself. Yeah, but they kept getting their ass kicked a lot. Like, That's yeah. so crazy how you have access to better powers and you still lose. Be, be, because you still gotta be a good fighter, you know. About, yeah. Because because think about those even those Power Rangers when they had those powers, they were getting the ass kicked. Like, let's think about don't like they probably had the ass kicked twice and came back and just fucked them up right after. <laughs> if you think about it, like, remember in space they had to take away that they had to, the storyline for those two episodes of him like losing his powers. Remember they they they, they he was so lost his powers. Him, they had to turn them off randomly. Lost his power and then the part where he went back to help those uh people from his whole planet for yeah, like those yeah. four episodes. And then think about it, they they didn't even bring it back in a crossover with the Lost Galaxy. Yeah, because they like, knew oh. that would have been a wash. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yup, that and then I was surprised he even come back with once Corona became a pig rage. I was like, because he got Corona here acting all nice and Yeah, you know me, Corona trying to have her fucking asshole licked by Zane and shit. Because think about it, Corona the first few episodes, like when she was so hyped to be Pink Ranger, gave me re- reminiscences of when Justin became the Blue Ranger. He was just so yeah. happy to be a, be a Power Ranger. It was like, it was like, I remember someone I asked me, like, why did Justin go up to space? I was like, he, he first of all, he's the only one, no offense. The worst thing that Turbo did was try to convince me that those four people were 
high school. I was like, no, TJ looks like this motherfucker should be playing MOB. Cassie, Cassie's the only one that could have passed as a high schooler. Ashley looked like she should have been in college as well as Carlos. Carlos, you you can't convince me Carlos was high school. I was like, nah, this was mm-hmm. Carlos. Is, Carlos looked damn near thirty. The fuck, like, and and that's the issue with Turbo too. The first half of the radio, them dudes look old. They was about twenty four, oh, yeah. going on eighteen. I'm like. Nah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. In a sense. Like, that's crazy. Number 10, SPD. While they're powerful in their own right, SPD is a police force and is never exactly pushed to the breaking point in either skill or technology. The most powerful test of their abilities wasn't even against the series' main villain, but rather the A-Squad a team of traitorous rangers wielding SPD-designed heavy armor and weapons. Also, they handily lost to Doggy Kruger when they tried fighting him. Badly. To the point where they literally tried to not kill the monster at hand just to have him do it Have him do it for them. Yep. Of course, he found out they were bullshit. That, that was so fun about this series. You knew when these characters was bullshitting. I was like, y'all is not slick. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, they they lost to the A squad in their regular Ranger forms, and when, when they went uh, SWAT mode, they they just kind of clapped them. I was like, "All yeah. right, this is the A squad." I just felt like the A squad was a huge letdown, honestly. You know? Yeah. I I, I like, like I wouldn't say they were overhyped, but the way the series like uh, initially introduced them, and like the way that they're talked about in the series, when you finally get to them, it's like, "What? This is it?" It's like, "All right, I guess maybe it's because they were introduced like." One episode before the series finale, so yeah, that's gonna do with it. But I feel like they were just a fucking huge letdown, honestly. So while it's unquestionable that their available technology and training make the SPD Rangers superior to a large chunk of teams, we've never really seen them reach their true potential. Number nine, Lightspeed Rescue. They were a team made up of real-life professionals such as firefighters and pilots, given the best technology that modern mankind had to offer in order to help in the fight against ancient... I like Lightspeed Red Rescue suits. Yeah. It, it gives me... Yeah, it, I feel like it perfectly fits the theme of the uh, the series. There, there's some series yeah. of Power Rangers where like the suits don't correctly correlate with the theme of the show, but theirs directly do it perfectly. Supernatural Demons. With a base filled to the brim with dedicated support personnel and scientists, the Lightspeed Rangers had their options and arsenals constantly upgraded to deal with a threat that was not easily predictable nor scientifically digestible. This team and their leaders require major respect for using human ingenuity and innovation to defend the planet from a threat no one could adequately prepare for. They did that with flying colors and, of course, their awesome giant train megazords. Number 8, RPM. Yeah. In Power Rangers RPM, the world has been ravaged by an implied nuclear warfare and constantly attacked. The thing that probably makes this team go down in power level is definitely Ziggy and definitely when they get Jin and Gemma. Jin and Gemma were like strong, I guess, when you first kind of don't know about them. But when they come part of the team, they're just like, they're just like, meh. I think think Ziggy was all right. I I, I think, I don't know. I don't don't, don't care for Finn. You know, like Finn? I, I I, I, I just didn't think Ziggy just fit part of the show. I thought it was like... Just... I felt like he did because it's like... Cause de- none of these people would work together as Power Rangers. Was, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The only one that actually fits is Scott. 
Like Summer seems like she got there by circumstance because she Scott's there by tragedy. Dylan's tragedy. there by complete um looking for a his sister, looking for a loved yeah. one. Sid Sid was actually trying to be a superhero and just failed every time. And Ziggy is like, oh, hey guys, uh, I'll, it was luck. I think it was just luck to became Power Ranger. That was it. Remember, because he I was think, going after Tanaya Seven with the Morpher, and he just put it on. He turned it on. That's that just luck. They weren't. Yeah. They, they were. They didn't expect him to be a Power Ranger. Honestly, yeah. I just, oof, God, that's an odd season. I mean, I, I, I don't doubt that he, that they're strong. It's just, God, man, when you, when you really think about it, eighth, eh, eh, probably. Somewhere there. Attacked by an artificially intelligent super virus who wages war against- I did love that look. When he became this form, he looked pretty cool. Yes. Humanity's last survivors in the city of Corinth. Despite the crushing odds against their favor, the RPM Rangers defend Corinth diligently and successfully. Perhaps most impressively about the RPM Rangers is the villain in this show is equally adaptable as the Rangers, creating attack bots and servants that match whatever growth in power the RPM Rangers manage to achieve. Because of the constant power struggle and the bleak odds with the eventual victory to follow, RPM safely has a spot in the upper ranks of this list. Oh, when you asked about a, t a core team of Rangers, you said extra and six. How would that apply for RPM? Because they have like four extra Rangers. Oh, yeah, that is true. I was, and then I talked to someone, someone today. Yeah. Said, extra Ranger is anyone who did start off but it now it now it there's so much like goalpost moving. It's yeah. It's like the Jebba and Jebba Jebba or Jeb or Chiefs rappers. Jesus, there's Mall six. Life. There's Mall six and extra ranger. But it's like who's six and who's the extra? Because one of them's got to be the six ranger. But technically, yeah. they're both the six ranger. Like that's the because I, I think when people use the term six ranger, it would have to mean. That after you have some that the main team together, then like episodes after a brand new person comes in. That's why yeah. you should consider the sixth ranger, you know? Yeah. But it's just weird, like, because that's why I, I'm not saying I hated the teams that started with three, but the, the teams that started with three, they kind of mess up the whole like sixth ranger thing, you know? Because like by that logic, is Ziggy a fucking sixth ranger? Cause no, Ziggy's like, fifth. Fifth, fifth because fifth ranger. Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but then someone, someone broke it down. They say, no, their main team always gets to five. You always got to look at it like oh, this. Okay. The only season that screws it up completely is Jungle Fury. Because they only get to five, and then they get a bunch of Spirit Rangers. Because think about it. It was three. Then it was RJ. Then it was Dominic. And then I think there was no actual six Ranger. It was a – that was the thing, too. It was like – it's like, okay, how do we get to this part? It's like, I was like, yeah, that's, that that actually makes sense. It's like, mm -hmm. you don't get to any part where you're like, oh, yeah, this do, this doesn't work. Because, um, yeah, cause there's a lot of six, because there's a lot of extra ranges, but they, this is what, like, this is what I was told. When you get to certain rangers, Mm -hmm. Like some some rangers are going to be okay. We have we have six rangers, and then we have some extra rangers. In a sense, uh, I was like, okay, it makes sense. But then it, it it's 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 just weird because no matter yeah, because like some teams break that tradition. Like Cosmic Fury, don't they have like eight rangers or some shit? 
Kyler Trey breaks it. Dino Chargers has 10. 10? Oh, God. Fuck this. Number seven, Turbo. Now, according to Zordon and the Rangers, the Turbo powers are greater than those of the Zeo Crystal. But when we observe what the Turbo Rangers are up against and how they deal with it, a lot of questions can be raised. Divatox doesn't really seem like she rivals Rita, Zed, or the Machine. She just has some nice tits, though. I will always say that about her. In Empire. Yeah. Nor does she seem to have the resources to wage. Well, somebody on a large... kids show too. God, she was just flaunting them too. Like you know, you wanted your fucking dick between them shits. Scale war with most of her forces posing little to no threat to the Rangers. If the powers were as advanced as claimed, shouldn't she have been swiftly defeated? To top. Okay, I will agree with that. Like, Zeos, it felt like the Zeo Rangers were stronger than them. Yeah. But I feel like even. That's weird things. Like when Zordon said the Zeo crystals get stronger, these are these are in the movie. He says these powers are stronger than the ones you had before. It just never feels like that. I'm not saying he's lying, yeah. but like when the, when when it's like action and it shows, it's like bro, I don't know, if you, Zordon, you capping these motherfuckers right now. But then again, these are like young teenagers in theory too. So it's, how much is that power really going to affect them too? Yeah. You know. Top things off. The Rangers suffered their worst defeat in history during this series, the destruction of the power chamber while wielding these powers. So while certainly comparable to the Zeo powers, they obviously aren't as great as they are hyped up to be. Number six, in space. Being possibly my favorite team ever doesn't necessarily make them the most powerful. Having said that, the space Power Rangers have the roughest deal of any team in the entire franchise. It's true, yeah. Every villain in the universe allied themselves with the evil god. Fun fact, uh, this looks like Dark Spectre looked like the same villain from the Turbo movie, actually. Don't know. Yeah. I, I, okay, so Diva Talks conveniently forgot the person that she tried to get married to was Dark Spectre. Some people had, had a theory where he just got, got reborn or whatever. I don't know. That was such a weird thing. Dark Spectre. Together, they kidnapped Zordon and launched a galaxy-wide attack in a bid to fully take over. Despite this, the Space Rangers fought on. Not unlike the Alien Rangers, the Space Rangers seem to be of equivalent power. Look how big ass these fucking titties are. I would fuck, man, I'd bend over that tower and stick my long TJ long cock in that ass. Jeez, Turbo and Zeo. You know TJ wanted to pound the shit out of Cassie. Then at friends, you you friend women, you. Fuck them. I'm just kidding, people. Yeah, I know if it does look like that, an Asian girl back in the day. Oh, <laughs> that was the same thing with Zach and Trinity. It was like, if you think about it, like. God, and Carlos just looking like a Vato. Fuck you. Teams, but had far less equipment and support. Oh, they had the episode where they paired Carlos and Ashley together. No chemistry. Nothing. Yeah. That shit was non existent. <laughs> shit was bad. Yeah. They deserve tremendous credit for their resourcefulness, as they were able to lead successful guerrilla attacks against the combined forces of evil. But if we're being objective, this does not make them the most powerful. In Look at these motherfuckers! They have sights! God damn! I don't need that. The only reason why they were able to achieve this was due to the help of other forces of good and Zordon sacrificing himself to wipe out evil entirely. Number 5. Lost Galaxy. Considering that the source of this team's powers are ancient sacred sabers, and that they have access to enormous animal gods that can transform to zords at will, or that they eventually use the so, some some people have like said, well, if they have these really, if every like series has these really powerful zords, why can't they today? They just like call the zords if the monster is little and have the monster just get killed by the zord that's bigger. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I guess that makes sense to a certain extent, but like people gotta understand that would be boring to see, you know. Yeah. 
That's his. Yeah, like in theory, they could just call the bigger Zords and squish the motherfucker. But it's like, come on, is that actually really something you want to see? You know, ultra powerful and legendary lights of Orion to bolster their strength. Oh, I love that form. The lights of Orion was so cool. I love that yeah. shit. It's safe to say that, despite the somewhat underwhelming threat of the big insect-like Emperor Scorpius, the Lost Galaxy Rangers are a force to be reckoned with. Did you like uh, Trakina end up being the main villain, or do you think they killed off her father too quickly? I feel like they killed off her father way too quickly. No, I think I think they killed him off at the right time. I think what the issue is, Trakina shouldn't have became the major villain right after. I think they killed him off at the right time. The issue is, it should it it should have been uh person that set him up to get killed should have been a big boss and then it should have been a civil war between her and Trakita. In my, in my Number four, Mystic Force. While many Power Ranger teams were born of magic or featured magic melded with technology, the Mystic Force Rangers were easily the most magically charged group of the franchise. Even and the most boring and the most fucking I didn't find them boring. I think my issue is with them. They, their powers were a little predictable after a while. Like, I just like, didn't think the personalities were anything good on the team. They just, it was just mad. I, I only really like Dagger on honestly. <laughs> yeah, same here. I was like, Nick is just like, all right. The the girls are like, nah. The the fucking Green Ranger is just supposed to be some sort of like Riz guy. I don't know. The Yellow yeah, Ranger, he, I don't know what the fuck he was supposed to fuck. I think he likes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a little dirty, but it worked. It, uh, it I worked. think his best episodes were when um the Pink Ranger got bitten by the vampire and shit. No, no. That's help her out. That's what, was she bit or was she, she bit? I remember. She, yeah, she drank sudden. No, no. She listened to music, some kind of music that hypnotized her into being a vampire. Oh, yeah. She yeah. got a dance, and he had headphones on. That's why he was able to like, become a vampire. Uh, I did like those two episodes, though. I thought those, those were kind of cool. Because I don't remember much. I remember watching this. I've, I've seen this several times. It's just, man, this team was just, I won't say insufferable, but I did not enjoy watching them together. Daggeron coming in, thank God. That guy was that, carrying this whole fucking team. Yeah, no, Daggeron was amazing. And then I realized that was the same guy that played Doggy Kruger. I didn't realize that just, it's fate. It's just fate. <laughs> yep. Right. Because I feel like Dog Kruger was the best part of SPD. Oh, shit. No, I don't hate SPD. I did too. But, like, I, I don't hate SPD. I did think um, Jack and Sky's relationship was pretty cool. I did like I that. think once they realized, it was like, all right, is that Sky realized why Dog Kruger chose Jack. Like, I, I, think, I felt like it was Jack was supposed to make, it was always Sky was supposed to be the leader, but the whole thing where Sky said that, that, oh. It's just Cougar wanted to teach him a lesson. That was all it was. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like the episode they really could have emphasized it more was the episode where uh, his dad, you know, or the, the yeah. mirror villain, actually. Yeah. Yep. Attacks and techniques. This alone is reason enough to put them on the upper half of this list as the sheer options available to them, along with the unknown limits of their magic, make for an extremely formidable force. Number three, Mighty Morphin. They went up against the witch, Rita Repulsa. Would you consider the Mighty Morphin power just strong? Yeah, no, they no, no, they were powerful. Yeah. By opinion. I never felt like they were weak. Never yeah. got the feeling they were weak at all. It was just like, okay, I think, hmm, I, I, maybe in later seasons they don't keep it up as much. I feel like when they got the ninja powers, yeah. those didn't show off their powers as much. Did you like their ninja suits? The, the ones from season three? 
Uh, he was all right. Yeah, uh, I was never the hugest fan of him, honestly. The head of an evil empire, Lord Zed, and even Rita's father, Master Vile. All villains who had enormous armies, resources, and raw magical power. Yet they were met head-on by teenagers with attitude. They had some of the most effective, actually trained martial artists ever in the team, and arguably one of the smartest rangers ever in Billy Cranston. They had a slew of ever-developing and exponentially more powerful swords and weapons to summon on if the battle ever called for it. And best of all, if the rangers were ever forced to retreat, their tremendous resourcefulness would kick in as they worked together to develop a solution, innovative new technology, or grab a long-lost artifact, creating a strength where there was once a weakness, something that can't really be said for many other teams. Number two, Time Force. Oh yeah. Hailing from the year 3000, their available technology almost assuredly outmatches any of the other man-made ranger powers in existence, as does their military-like training. However, most importantly, their ability to travel through time. Dude, the Pink Ranger aged so bad. Oh man, look at what she looks. Man, she is so her, fine. I've seen her in those movies. I'm like, God damn. She, man, I forgot who. I forgot the actor who plays West, but you need to bend it over and put your tongue all up in that ass now. Taste her hey, old man, shit. I, hey, I, I was like, God, she, she, she son, man. I'm like, shit, she is attractive. Time is what sets them apart. Theoretically, if they broke their oath about ethical time travel, nearly any adversary they came up against would be thwarted before they ever rose to prominence. This would obviously threaten the time-space continuum, so I guess we're lucky that Time Force still has some morals to go with their advanced technology. Number 1. Zeo With their powers pushed to the very limits, they were up against the Machine Empire, a threat that made even Lord Zed quiver in his boots. Nevertheless, the Empire- Who the fuck was scared of the Machine Empire? Machine Empire ain't shit when you look at Dark Spectre later on. Dark, or, Dark, Dark Spectre wasn't even that scary. Like, that's the sad part about Dark like, Spectre. Dark Honda is more scary than the Machine Empire. Dark Honda. Uh... I mean, Astronomer herself would be more scarier than the Machine Empire. Yep. Because she's the one that answers to Dark Spectre, which everyone considers a really strong character. Yeah, I just never... It's not that I don't care about the Machine Empire because I never liked the character, characters to begin with. I don't know if they're as strong as people make them out to be, you know? Because it was yeah. never really shown in the series these guys are doing anything. Plus, in one of the episodes in Zeo, after uh, Jason became um, the Sixth Ranger, when Rocky had the episode, he didn't. He thought they were liking Jason more than him. They beat um, the uh, Machine Empire leader. They beat him in the show. Who yeah. Like, they beat. He legit, but I think the, the his wife said, "Oh, she, he'll he'll like he'll like come back or some shit," which is weird because if you store a machine, I don't know how it just regenerates. But I was his Power Ranger, so none of that really applies. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying like you know, think about half these guys were all players where they should have been dead. You know, yeah, like they literally they, they kill. I, I forget the Machine Empire's uh, lead leader's name, but they beat him in an episode. Actually, yeah. remember how you wanted that big giant sword for some reason, and yeah. they beat him, and I'm like. This is supposed to be a scarier villain than Mas than than Zed and Rita, but these guys just remember they had never actually beaten Zed physically. You know, they just beat that guy. And I was like, "All right, cool, I guess." What's what the comment section said for those their most powerful teams? Uh, not gonna lie, I got mad press when Zia was number one, but I completely forgot that they literally stronger than before, powered up for more. That, motherfucker, that's some song lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, that's why I thought that. I was like, this motherfucker's trolling us. This motherfucker's trolling. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. He got uh, us. He, he got me. He got me there. I think you yeah. undershot SPD by a lot. SPD was the only team in the entire series who stopped uh, Draken's assault on their – Oh, that's comic stuff. Okay. I said – I say Zeal as well for no other reason other than the fact that Z- Motherfucker. They never show that in the show. Ever. Yeah. If that's supposed to be true, then by the end of the show, by maybe like episode fucking, I don't know, Zeal's like 40 episodes, right? By like... No, no, no. Zeal about 50. By like episode 20, these guys should be one-shotting these fucking villains. Yeah. 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 If they get more powerful with time, then why do you need a six ranger by that logic then? That is true. Like, because if the third... Does it ever feel like that fucking Rocky... Ever feel like Catherine got stronger throughout the show? Nah. We all hate Megaforce, but let's not kid ourselves that they are hands down the most powerful team. They literally have access to all these powers on the list. To be fair, having access doesn't mean you know how to use the powers more effectively. Just saying. Super Megaforce is a jack of all trade, but a master at none. I man. No, that's true. It's that's, like... that's true. I agree. I agree. Yes, but th- but can they master each of the team skills? They never did, though. None of them ever, ever, ever did, in my opinion. Top four never before seen Power Rangers. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, what, what else is here? I'm glad Time Force was shown some love. They're my favorites. I thought the technology from the world was cool. Although it only lasted two episodes in Operation Overdrive, the team of veteran... Rangers that had their powers restored and were called into action by the Sentinel Knight. It's arguably the most powerful teams. Oh, that, that, that's true. the Wonder Ranger crossover. Yeah, it's true, but one issue I have is, okay, what part of the future did they go to get Chip, um, not Chip, um, Bridge, that he was the Red Ranger? How long, see, that's the issue I have with that series. It's the same reason why I have an issue with Forever Red. I think overall at what Forever Red represents is good, but the issue that that Forever Red has so many plot holes in it, it doesn't make sense. It should not make sense. You know what I'm saying? For, right. Forever Red should not make sense for what it is supposed to be. Yeah, even the comment right here, because like they brought up Ninja Storm, but okay, so Lothor takes their Ranger powers. But then yeah. Shane, Tori, and Dustin beat Lothor and just with their with their power, I would say I would say it's more like magic to a certain extent. Yeah. Throw him into the abyss. Well, then by that logic, then why didn't you do that when you were Rangers then, and then not lose your Ranger powers then? You know. Yeah. It's like Lothor is the battleizer, and if they're this strong as people, yeah, yeah, like Nin- Ninja Storm should be there, but you know, that's yeah. what. Here for some thing that means that they're stronger in their human form than ranger form. It's like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? What kind of show is this? Uh, Dino Thunder is near the top for me. Connor the Red Ranger was able to create his own dimension, which ends control of imagination. Was expected to see Mighty Morphin on the list. The straight community, the straight continuity from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Runs of Space, Runs of Power. Okay. I think the only one really missing at 10 to 7 could have been the Samurai Rangers. The Super Samurai is stackable with Shogun mode, and they have Zord attachments for their weapons. Um, Shogun, no. Shogun mode didn't fight 
Okay, Shogun only fought in the Zords. I remember that. You know what's weird? Shogun Mode never actually like fought the monsters on the battlefield, I would say. Yeah. That's that's why I can't really quantify the fucking power rank samurai stuff. It's that's odd. Jungle Fury should be on the list. Jungle Fury. I don't remember that shit. I don't, I don't got the brain memory to remember that fucking shit. Jungle Fury? Do you think they, they were a strong team? They... Um, they were when they were... No. No, they, they were once they got dominant, but then they were still getting their ass kicked. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. They were getting... Their, they got their ass kicked a little too much. Uh, in my opinion. Good lord. Well, gonna end up wrapping up here. Was just, you know, nice look down to go through uh the six Rangers videos. Man, dude, put out some more videos, man. Don't be keeping us waiting a lot like this. I know you're probably getting your ass licked by some fucking hood Nisha, but you know, come hey, back, please, man. Hey, yo, okay. Uh, what happened to Justin? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Video. I, actually, I actually like Justin, um, the Blue Ranger. I actually like him. I don't, I don't hate him like other people do. But my issue he wasn't was, even my... really annoying, though. I never really got the hate that he got either. I, I, I can understand if he's some annoying kid that's constantly like some Daichi after like Beyblade, but I thought he was, yeah. a, I thought he was pretty mature for his age to be around them. You know what my issue was with Turbo? They made him the smartest kid. They made him the smartest out of all of them. I was like, oh god, that's. Oh that's... yeah, yeah. And, but what was they, his last but. Video? But also they, and because this my this is my main thing with Mighty Morphin. They made they made they they made it feel like all the Mighty Morphin powers were perfect. Like none of them fail any tests of like. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Tommy ain't the smartest person I know. Like in my opinion. It's like, like, yeah, that that was the thing with Mighty Morphin. I mean, I would say it was a flaw, but it's like man, yeah. they're the best at everything, everything. Yep. Guess it happens. Anything else you want to say, man, before we uh, head out, actually? Not too much, but um, main thing I, I want to like say is that like, yes. it's just like, it's it's just crazy um, with like Mighty Morphin, like, like was um, Mighty Morphin. It was just crazy because when, like, when I go back and look at it, I'm like, it's like holy shit! It's like it's it's like it's just crazy when I look at it again. I'm like, yeah, because um, do you do you are you subscribed to Henry Resilient? Um, I might be. I'm. I'll show you. His channel. Yeah, I I, I, I actually had him channel for, again. I I I had him off for a one on one actually. What's oh, we had a blast. Oh, good lord. Me and Henry had a blast. Can't wait to talk to Henry again. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is Henry. He's black, guys. Don't worry. Walter Emanuel sues Six Flag. Jason David Frank recorded himself checking a Power Ranger. Superfan met Power Rangers when they left the show. His last live stream was oh, is this one? Strikes exposes Power Rangers strike. <laughs> but the real reason why the original Rangers left the show. They wanted a 
I'll, I'll have to come through this. If it a million per episode, oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, that, back that, in the day, back in the day, that's like that was the demand for a lot of them. It was like, you know, in the sense. Well, guys, I don't know if you're probably gonna go to bed because you gotta go to work in the morning. No, um, no, I know I don't have to go to work in the morning. I just like I have to have a meeting, but it's, like I mean, I, I can stay up and play league or whatever. That's up to you. I don't. Oh, I'll ask you the thing about about the before you go the Yamato Cannon stuff. Yeah, Did you want to say anything about anything about that? Pretty much, I'm not. I'm not surprised he got fired. Like it's like people like, oh, but he shouldn't have got fired. But yeah, he shouldn't have. But I would tell you this. If you if you have to make sport, a change and he was the easiest person as a target, that's what I would say. Yeah, coach, coaches are always the easiest person to fire. And happens in football all the time. If the quarterback fucking sucks and he runs it down, they don't fire the quarterback, they fire you. <laughs> yep. No, no, that's true. They 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 don't fire the they don't fire the it depends. It depends on who who the team is, but they usually fire the person that's easiest to fire. That's the mm-hmm. That's the thing about it. Like, like, and like they usually fire the easiest. The easiest person to fire is always going to be the coach. The the uh, the coach. Like you know, that's the coach is always definitely what the definitely what the coaches do. Oh yeah, no, you are the easiest person to get fired. Like. I mean, it's just now like people already had a big issue with Carmine Carmine Corp in general. Yeah. Now that they fired your motto, it's like it's hard to get people on your side outside of just French fans. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of French fans that they have, but it's like, yeah. And my, I hope your ass fucking goes one in fucking eight. Honestly, take your That's ass up. to take your ass back to ninth, tenth place. Actually. That's how it be. That's how that's how that's how it's gonna be too. Cause you look at it. They're still like, keeping the three of the shittiest people on their roster. Like Sakin ain't gonna do shit. He's gonna be fucking stage. What's that? What's the thing you have if you're afraid of stage, stage fright? He's, he's gonna yeah. keep having stage fright. Targamas is not a human. He's not a he's not a player. That's a four. It's automatically four v five. And Capital Shard, unless it's on like a really op top lane pick, ain't gonna be doing shit. If we're being honest here, man. Yeah. Like. And I, I know they said we're not going to be making changes to our roster for spring. All right, then just you're going to be nice then. Go ahead, be nice then by that logic. Yeah. And don't be surprised if you, oh, we barely made it. <laughs> oh, God. Because if I'm looking at it, if they had a, if they blame the coach for how badly the players played, yeah, there's bigger issues than this. Like, what do they expect him to do? Go in there and fucking. Have second Azir all properly for him? Like, I don't know, man. People are fucking stupid in the space for some reason, man. But uh anything else you want to bring up, man? Um people, yeah, I told people like I'm gonna start stream, I'm gonna start streaming soon. I just wanna, you know, get that out there. I just wanna let people know I'm gonna start streaming soon. Start okay. You know, yeah, as long as you're doing it like you know once a week, I think it's fine. You know, yeah, it was twice a week. It's mostly gonna be on weekends when I'm able to. A yeah. lot of times. Yeah, like so, sometimes I'll be sitting here like nothing to do because I I did most of the things that I told myself I was going to do that day, and I'll just be like, yeah, I, I could probably just stream again. So I'm like, I'm doing anything right now, you know? 
Oh God, this girl trying to get her fucking butthole licked right now. All right, everyone. We will see you guys uh, later. Uh, currently getting the episodes of the Iron Man podcast uploaded to the podcasting platforms currently right now. Uh, about to be on episode 211. And yeah, got some awesome content for you guys. And tomorrow we'll have Wednesday Top G's. And yeah, I'll probably just end up streaming League or doing something else, obviously. Uh, gotta get these videos done. You know, only time I can make them is with myself, with my wife, as I, but as we have hot sex. See you guys later.